0: Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. On April 18, 1775 in Massachusetts, Paul Revere galloped into history to warn American revolutionaries that the British were coming. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. It started, he recalled, in the Green Dragon Tavern amid secret meetings. It ended in a nighttime ride that would become legendary, like the Wrath of Achilles or the Storming of the Bastille. In between, Paul Revere's ride, which took place on Tuesday, April 18, 1775, in the opening hours of the Revolutionary War, was at once conventional and extraordinary and it's an example of how individuals can play influential roles in history. Here are some of the most familiar verses in the American vernacular from the poet Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Listen my children and you shall hear of the midnight ride of Paul Revere. On the 18th of April in 75, hardly a man is now alive who remembers that famous day and year. Born in Boston in 1734, a silversmith by trade, Paul Revere was among the early American colonists working for independence from Great Britain. John Adams described the stakes a year later in 1776. Objects of the most stupendous magnitude, measures in which the lives and liberties of millions, born and unborn, are most essentially interested, are now before us. We are in the very midst of a revolution, the most complete, unexpected, and remarkable of any in the history of nations. As Revere recalled, in the year 1773 I was employed by the selectmen of the town of Boston to carry the account of the destruction of the tea to New York, and afterwards, 1774, to carry their dispatches to New York and Philadelphia for calling a Congress, and afterwards to Congress several times. By 1775, he and others had, quote, formed ourselves into a committee for the purpose of watching the movements of the British soldiers and gaining every intelligence of the movements of the Tories. They met at the Green Dragon and swore oaths of secrecy. In mid-April, 1775, as tensions rose, Revere rode through the countryside, as he put it, to alarm the colonists that the British troops were mustering. The specific assignment had come from Dr. Joseph Warren to go alert John Hancock and Samuel Adams. The ride was part of the opening hours of a Cold War turning hot. In the spring of 1775, the Boston-born Tory jurist Peter Oliver wrote, the war began to redden. Delineating between the king's troops and the rebelling armed rabble, Oliver described the raw nature of combat at Lexington and Concord. Many were the instances of the British soldiers' great humanity in protecting the aged, the women and the children from injury, notwithstanding the great provocation they had to a general slaughter. Oliver reported this scene. There was a remarkable heroine who stood at a house door firing at the king's troops there being men within who loaded guns for her to fire. She was desired to withdraw, but she answered only by insults from her own mouth and by balls from the mouths of her muskets. This brought on her own death and the deaths of those who were within doors. So it would go for the duration of the war. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? It would be Longfellow who captured Revere's moment and transmitted it in verse. Written as the nation was falling into civil war in 1860, the poem was published in 1861. Longfellow's Midnight Ride of Paul Revere closes this way. So through the night, wrote Paul Revere, and so through the night went his cry of alarm to every Middlesex village and farm, a cry of defiance and not of fear, a voice in the darkness, a knock at the door, and a word that shall echo forevermore. For born on the night wind of the past, through all our history to the last, in the hour of darkness and peril and need, the people will waken and listen to hear the hurrying hoofbeats of that steed and the midnight message of Paul Revere. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History. A creation of Shining City Audio, a C13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge and Chris Basil. Production assistance and operations by Paige Heimson, Andy Jaskowitz. Adam Macias, and Kelly Rafferty. Research assistance by Sarah Jean Caver. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. Hey, Mama, we see you. All the visible and invisible work you do for others and yourself. That's why this Mother's Day, the Meditation for Women podcast has a special free guided meditation just for you. Stay to listen to hundreds of guided meditations available for you, some to help you sleep, start your day, release anxiety, and tune into your intuition. Listen to Meditation for Women on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.